and welcome to the University Writing Program, You Write 1103 Podcast. My name is Justin Carey. I am a lecturer in the University Writing Program, and today we have a group of really interesting writing students coming at you with some thoughts on their writing, their work, their extended inquiry projects this semester in You Write 1103. So let's jump right in and we'll go ahead and have everyone introduce themselves. That would be a great place to start. Uh, my name is Riley Redmond, and I did my project on the unknown rules of social media. My name is Kaylin Bond. I did my project on the decline in grammar due to technological advances. Uh, I'm Ryan Trebetta. I explore the topic of technology in the classroom. Uh, my name is Austin Kaiser, and I did my draft on uh, technology and how it's influenced writing. Awesome. Those, all, all those topics sound really interesting, and I have a lot of interesting questions about all of them, and thank you for sharing that. So I think uh, I, I kind of want to start off, I think, with a common thread that I see uh, in all of those topics, which is just the general idea of technology, which makes sense because this class, the sort of approach that we had was uh, thinking about texts and technologies and the way those things kind of interact. So, so that's a really interesting point, the idea of sort of writing on a platform like Twitter and the way that that platform enables us to share our work so quickly. Um, do you think that has sort of, from a writing perspective, right, because we're, we're writers, we're thinking about writing, has that process sort of negatively or positively impacted the way that we do and consider how writing works? Like, do you think that a platform like Twitter has made us better writers or worse writers? It could be like both, because it gives us an easier way to spread stuff, but like um, things like grammar and stuff, people kind of cut out, so it kind of affects that. I did the negative aspect in that grammar, because like on Twitter you said, there's only a, there used to only be a certain amount of characters, so you have to shorten it, so then we're so used to shortening it that we start doing that in our regular writing. That's an interesting, I think that's so fascinating to me because the, the, it comes back to me, for me, from like a writing studies perspective, right? It comes back to this idea of being sort of flexible to the situation that you find yourself in as a writer. Um, and the idea of what, what is valued as good writing in different writing you know, platform situations, whatever. So, for example, you know, you can... Uh, you can do a lot more shorthand stuff on a platform like Twitter, whereas that would not be valued as highly in an academic setting. Um, as a funny side note, and maybe you can attest, anyone can attest to this, speaking of sort of like the way we write on social media, I have a, a, a relative who, a little bit older person, who loves to, when text messaging, uh, you know, you, she always uses this. She said, she te she, in thanking me for something, she'll say, T-H-A-N-K-X. <laughs> And I'm like, what are we trying to do? Like, if it was THX or THNX, I could understand, like, a shorthand version of the word thanks, right? But if you're just going to write the whole word and just replace the last letter, why not just write the word letter S? Like, what's the point of the X? It's not shorthand, right? So that's an interesting kind of funny thing, right? So speaking of kind of to your point, uh, Caitlin, about the sort of grammar of social media or the grammar of, of how, how technology has influenced the way that we think about grammar, um, you know, do, do you, did you see some of that in your research? Did you see, like, those okay. changes? I did, and I also saw that, like, when I'm having a conversation, I'll even say, like, LOL, and, like, in a conversation, like, with words. So it's not even just in our writing. It's just, like, in our normal conversations. That's funny. I do that all the time, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I say that all the time. Um, yeah, so interesting. Cool. So, okay, so it's kind of a mix, then, of, like, social media, technology negatively, positively, in some ways, influencing influencing uh, the way. This, my next kind of move here would be to think about how have you kind of approached these various topics as writers, right? So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the way that you've, you know, this is a writing class and we're, we're concerned about writing and kind of becoming a better writer. And so what are some of the approaches or strategies that you've kind of taken on to create your projects? And how have you used your writing skills to kind of do what you've been trying to do uh, in these projects? And maybe Ryan, we could 
turn yeah. to you. Um, what I tried is to initially started as a research paper, so try to gather as much information as I could initially about how technology is used in the classroom and how it's benefiting teachers and students. And then from there, I kind of formulated my own opinions and tied it into more of a an argumentative type of thing and talked about how how it helps students and how it should be implemented more in a lot of cases. Great, yeah. So the, I think that that sort of argumentative approach, you know, creating sort of an um, a rhetorical argument around a topic and researching it and informing yourself about it and then you know being informed enough to be able to formulate your own ideas and opinions and then support those with the research that you've done. It's kind of that loop of research writing that we are interested in. I think that sounds like it's a very good description of how you use that there. I think that's a very important sort of skill set to have as a writer is being able to do exactly what you just described and you will find a lot of success as a writer using those tools. Um, are there any other approaches or any other kind of evolutions of that that any of you have used? In well, uh, you let us use like, or you encourage us to use the word I a lot mm -hmm. and that's like a lot different than other writing classes. So I think that like helped us like get a like real connection with our writing? Yeah, I think that my, my sort of exigence for, for allowing that, if you want to use that terminology, but like I think, you know, we talked a little bit about social media just now, right? And I think that social media is a place where there's so much access to it and there's so many people out there writing and doing and creating, right, on social media that um, if, you're not, if you're not able to kind of make your writing your own, it's going to get lost in the noise, right? And so that's one of the reasons why as a writing teacher or as a writing studies person, I'm interested in, in that. And it's, it's, it's a little more than just using I, but it's like that idea of authenticity right of like in, uh, imbuing your own personality and self into the work that you're doing and so yes um, awesome so we are actually getting a little close to our time here and I wanted to save some time for the end for have some audio uh, questions from our audience we do have an audience audience would you like to make yourselves known for the listening audience Yay! Yes, a great audience that's amazing um, so I'm just checking our Twitter feed uh, the Twitter hashtag is uh, you write podcast 19 if anyone wants to tweet us much. Um, uh, you can check that out. No one has done that, but uh, we do have some <laughs> questions, hopefully, from our audience. Would anyone from the audience like to ask a question? We would love to take questions from our, our lovely audience. Please, anyone. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of my question, but more more directed towards the word choice that we use. Oh. Um, because I feel when we communicate, the, cho the words that we use to describe what our thoughts are very important, and I see that now, because we're shortening them for our social media, such as Twitter, uh, what we're truly trying to say gets kind of almost diluted um, I see. because of the word choice is so limited now. I feel that, do, do you agree with that or disagree or what, what are your thoughts that the word choice that people <coughs> use in common conversation has decreased due to social media? Yeah, I think uh, that's an interesting question. I would love to turn to, to you all if you have any thoughts on that. Do you think that social media has, has sort of negatively impacted? I guess that's kind of what you're trying to say. Yeah, is, impacted, yeah. yeah, like, um, yeah like our word choice. Like are we, are, do we not know big words anymore? Like, do we use big mm -hmm. words? Do we use fancy words? Uh, or is there a place for those? Like, again, going back to that idea of situational rhetorics, right? Is there a place for those fancy words? Like, I... I try to say fancy words sometimes at meetings so I can sound smart. Um, but I don't often use those same words in other places, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. To kind of tie in my topic here, um, I feel like when you're in a school setting, it's easier to use the bigger words, like especially if you're writing mm -hmm. papers rather than making tweets. It's much easier to kind of articulate your ideas through bigger words and more professional kind of rhetoric. 
Yeah, and I think it, it comes down, I think, a lot of ways that it's like a value system, right? Like if you're using that language in an essay in an academic setting, that language is very valued in that situation, right? Whereas it's, it perhaps is not as valued on social media or on Twitter. Uh, so I think it comes down to your audience in a lot of ways and what your audience perhaps uh, values with the language and the words that you use um, and how those sort of almost like currencies have evolved in different situations. And so yeah, 